Hey everyone, how's everyone doing? I hope everybody's doing well. I don't have a cool story today, so the only thing I will tell you is please follow Punch in the Mouth TV. The videos are coming, I have one already done. I just need to go in there and edit it. I keep saying that, I just need to find the pictures. But that's about it. Make sure you follow me, Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later. Everybody's well. Welcome back to the Punch Them Out podcast, episode 131. Let's cut to the chase here. Dana just announced um, Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya, official for UFC 293 in September. So there's that to look forward to. Like, that's official. There's no speculating. There were speculations of it. They were alluding to it Saturday night. But there's no more speculating. Like, that's the fight. They also announced Tai Tuibasa will take on Alexander Volkov. And they're going to rematch Justin Taffa with the guy he fought on the Josh Emmett Elliott Poria card. For whatever, remember, there was an eye poke. So they're going to rematch each other. Should be good. One thing I want to do. Because since I recorded the last episode on Monday, today's Tuesday, so now what I'm thinking, the new schedule for the podcast will be, they'll be released on Wednesdays and Thursdays, that way I can use Wednesday and Thursday to record videos and edit them, because editing this, all I have to do is listen to it, and if there's something I don't like, I take it out, that's all that is to it. But when it comes to videos, it's a lot more. But going back to what I was saying, um, apparently Drickus Duplicis got hurt in the Robert Whitaker fight. So I thought, honestly, to me, that was bad planning by the UFC. Like, how are you going to schedule a fight for July and knowing that you want them to do a quick turnaround for a guy of Israel out of science caliber, you know? Like, that never made any sense to me. I just think it was bad planning by the UFC and they were just hoping for the best. But what would excite me is that Drickus gets the winner. Because either way, the only way I don't see that Drickus wouldn't get the winner is that um, Sean Strickland wins. Because Sean Strickland has said some wild things. But again, Israel has defended the belt countless times that he's put himself in a position to... Uh, Get an immediate rematch because outside of Strickland and Drickis, who would you want him to fight? You want him to fight Alex. Alex is fighting at 205 right now. Alex is probably going to fight for the belt. They're just waiting on Yuri to see if he's going to be good. Tell me who you would want him to fight. Like, put yourself in the UFC's position. Who you want Israel to fight if he's not going to fight for the belt? Tell me. I'll wait. You can't tell me because you you yourself, look, he's a title contender. Yeah, he is until he's not. 
like there's one thing I don't want to see a fighter go through is what Tony Ferguson is going through right now, which is you were on top of the world and then something happened that you've lost your last six fights. I don't ever want to see that happen to a fighter again. Tony Ferguson doesn't deserve that. Nobody does, in my opinion, deserve that to happen to them, especially because Tony was on such a tear. Like, what happened here, man? Can somebody tell me? No, nobody can tell me. That sucks. But we're going to look at the rankings. And then I still haven't watched the Nate Diaz-Jake Paul fight. I'm still working on the UFC 291. Wall out video. The reason that's taking me so long is because I can't find any pictures of the fight. I'm just thinking about releasing it, me talking. And not having any type of B-roll footage. But I feel like it needs B-roll footage. That's the only reason I haven't released it. But it's recorded. And... It's ready to go in the sense that it's recorded, but I feel like I still need to do some things. But we're gonna get, I'm gonna get working on that as soon as I finish this. And I'm gonna edit the other podcast because the other podcast is done. I just need to edit it. And again, by editing, I mean just listen to it. It's a good one too. I hope you guys enjoy it. But anyway, let's look at these rankings. So nobody in the main event moved. And then everybody in the women's strawweight division. Basically, what happened is Tatiana Suarez took um, Jessica Andrade's spot, and everybody else got moved down. So, if Tatiana's not getting the next title shot, because at this point she's ahead of Amanda Lemos. Again, Carla and Rose, they're out, because Carla's pregnant and Rose is fighting flyweight. So, if I'm the UFC and... Well... Honestly, if I'm Tatiana, I'm going, I didn't take too much damage in the last fight. Can I cut weight to 115 to tell them I'll be the backup fighter? Because if Jan, if they already have that for Yan Shainan, because then that's who Tatiana should pick a fight with next. Or the loser of the title fight. Or she might not need to do any of that and she just gets the next shot. But if I'm her, I'm leaving no doubt in the UFC. Be like, alright, Rose is fighting... At another division. Give me this girl at the end of the year. Or if I have to wait for a title shot. Or give me the loser. Like. Why just because somebody came off a loss. The only way I don't see her getting the loser. If it's Amanda Lemos. Because she's already ahead of her. So if Whaley goes in there. Destroys Amanda Lemos. You're either going to give her a title shot. Or you give her Yon Shainan. Either way. I'm happy with it because one way or the other, she's going to either get the title shot to the belt to prove herself or she's going to put herself in an undeniable position that she's next. But either way, it's exciting. And then for the Bantamweights, they didn't move. So I don't know what's going on here, man. Why didn't they move? Is it because of the performance that... They feel that um, Corey Sanhagen didn't deserve the right to move up in the rankings, or is it because Rob Font was way lower than him and because it was a catchweight? I mean, at this point, it's weird because for these guys, again, it falls on what happens at UFC 292 because if Sterling is telling you the truth and he's going to move up if he wins or loses, because if he wins, that title will become vacant. 
Then I see them doing... <laughs> like, it's funny because he just lost to Sterling, but I could see them doing Rob Dwallers, really? And Henry Cejudo for the belt if Ster- if Sterling wins, right? But outside of that, like, what are you, what are you going to do? You're going to give Sean O'Malley a, an immediate touch after he lost his shot? But then again... Because it's not, cause it's not like Henry got an immediate touch right. It's not just because, like, we're just saying in this situation, because originally Henry was supposed to fight Marlon Vera in this upcoming pay-per-view card, but supposedly not supposed. Well, he says that he hurt his shoulder, so he couldn't fight. But we'll see, man. We we shall see. It's very exciting. On what could happen after August twenty-second? Is that when this fight is? Let me see if it'll tell me. August 19th. Sorry. I said August 22nd. August 19th is when this fight happens. Again, if Sean and loses, the only other... And if Sterling really does go up, but even if he doesn't, like, who's that? Marab's not going to fight him. Like, let's say he doesn't at this point. Let's say he doesn't. Out of everybody, who's going to fight him? Let's look at it. Rob is out. He he had like for this um scenario we're gonna say he beat Sean. He beat Henry. He already beat Corey. He beat Peter. You want him to fight Marlin? You want him to fight Rob? Rob just lost to Corey. You want him to fight Song Yedong? The only guy that I would see giving him a cha- challenge outside of Rob that that fight's not gonna happen is. Umar Nurmagomedov, and I don't know if the UFC would be willing to give him a title shot with him ranked number 11 all the way to the champion. Because nobody's saying that guy's name, I'm telling you. If he would have fought Corey Sanhagen and won, like, there's no denying it anymore. The the fight that, again, if, if Aljo is to be taken at his word and he wins, and he's going to move up. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. The next fight to make would have been... Rob Dwall is really and Marner Mongo Madoff. And I guarantee you, let me see how old these guys are. But I guarantee you, down the line, that's going to be a fight that everybody's going to be talking about. He's 32. He's still got time. Let's see how old Umar is. Umar's 27. He's got all the time in the world, bro. That guy is 27 years old. That guy is the uncrowned champion. Now that's the fight I want to see. I want to see Umar versus Marab. That's my fight to see. In 2024, because I believe that fight will not happen this year because the UFC has already got November booked up. Unless they put it on a fight night, but I believe that fight is too big to be Unless it's the main event, but I believe that fight is too big to be on um, a fight night. And it at the most, it could be co-main on a pay-per-view. If not, you would have to put it on a stacked pay-per-view and, and it could be... One of the undercard fights like they used to do with MSG where they would stack the heck out of the card that any one of those fights could headline like a fight night on its own. It's that type of fight. But Umar is the young crown champion. Him and his brother, like we all love the Diaz brothers, but him and his brother can be those champion brothers. And I'm telling you, if he were to go to Bel, like the day Islam says, okay, I'm done with 155, Umar... Usman Nurmagomedov comes in. Again, I think he's the best fighter. He's the best fighter right now because I think his stand-up is better than Islam's. And I believe their ground game is equal. People tell me I'm crazy, but he's the best lightweight right now in the world. You could tell me I'm 
insane. That's okay. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but what, what can you say, bro? Just look at these UFC fight nights. Vicente Luque will take on Rafael Dos Anjos. Cub Swanson will take on Hakeem Dawadu. Khalil Roundtree will take on Chris Dacus. Pollyanna Rihanna will take on Lazim Lucindo. AJ Dobson will take on Tefan Nukui. Josh Friedman will take on Jamie Pickett. Terrence McKenney's coming back already. I'd like to see what he's going to do. Like, this guy was red hot for a while, and then he went on kind of a losing streak, right? Let's see. Will he beat Eric Gonzalez? Lost to Ismael Bonfim. And then right now, he lost to Nazim Sakikov in the Bueno Silva Holly Home fight. Dang, July 15, and when is this fight next week? I wonder if he took it on short notice. Because he's fighting on this card. Should be good. Now, let me see what ranking Vicente Luque is and how old he is. Vicente is number 10, okay. He's 31. He's still got time, bro. He's still got time. This should be a good fight. I cannot wait. But because he, he got smoked by um Jeff Neal. He got smoked by Jeff Neal and Bula Muhammad. It's because Bula's good. Bula's good. I don't know, I think this is going to be a return to form for, for Vicente. But he got smoked by Jeff Neal, bro. Like, look, that was last year. That was August 6th. He took a whole year off before coming back. I think that's smart. And now he's going to fight Rafael Dos Años. But it's weird because Rafael said, dude, my time of being champion is over. But how old is Rafael? Let's see. My boy's 38. But it looks like he's just taking the fight. To take it because he's still hopping between lightweight and welterweight. And now, he, I know he moved back to Brazil, right? He moved back to Brazil because he's training with Andre Perineris and Unio Bunyan. Nova, it's called Nova Uniano. Not Nova Bunyan, whatever I just said. Adrian, you're funny. But then it says right here he's been training at Evolved MMA since 2009. He trained at the Ruka Training Center. From 2012 to 2016 with Kings MMA. The Ruka Training Center is with... Um, what's his name? That's where Cheeto trains. What's that guy's name? Dude, who's the coach here, bro? As soon as I see his name, I'm going to lose my mind. Wait, are Milinenko trained there for a while? Crazy. I cannot remember his name. Jason Perillo. Jesus Christ. Why couldn't I remember that guy's name? That's where that happens. At the Ruka Training Center. Costa Mesa, but yeah, man, this should be a good fight. He was on a two fight win streak. He beat Paul Felder and Otomoicano. He lost to Rafael Faziv and then he beat Brian Barberina. I'm like, why didn't I see that fight? But then I saw the date. Yeah, I didn't see those. I mean, if he beats him, top 10 in the welterweight division, but like, let's say he beats him, let's see who else. Those años can compete against because welterweight's no freaking joke, bro. You got Sean Brady, you got Jeff Neal. There's Stephen Thompson. Although I heard Stephen Thompson has agreed to fight Usman. I mean, I was gonna say Kamar Usman. I was gonna say Usman Nurmagomedov. Bro, I'm so high on that guy. That when I say Usman, that's where my that's where my thoughts go. But I'm hearing that he's gonna. This is Steven Thompson. I'm hearing he's going to fight Kamar Usman in Abu Dhabi. 
I don't understand why the UFC has not taken Hamza Chimaev out. For the sake of this thing, we're going to take him out. So as far as I'm concerned, Stephen Thompson's number six. Shavkar Ragmarov's number five. Gilbert's number four. And then you can leave it like that. And I don't understand how Colby is still in the rankings after not competing for over a year. Was it March of 2022 when he last competed? Or 2020? I think it was 2022, honestly. It was March of 2022. How are you still in the rankings, my guy? They must just really be high on him because they know he brings in money. Now, I want to go into something Dan Hardy said. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. I know I'm going to get some heat for this, but I think it could be a competitive MMA fight in a striking sense. There's going to be some kind of level of competitive because Nate was never really a kicker. Jake Paul was surrounded, has surrounded himself with people that can coach him in the right ways. First of all, Dan Hardy, did you see what Nate was doing? He was clinching him. Like, that's going to be the first thing that's going to throw Jake off. So, and again, like this says... He also works for the PFL where Jake is signed and where the fight would take place. Of course, yes. <laughs> Again, he has to say that. Again, look. Look, look, look. I like them, but he was me riding Jake so hard the whole fight on Saturday. I guess they work together, so there's that. But the fact that Jake didn't KO Nate is a effing joke. Stop with this narrative. MMA wouldn't be close. I mean, it wouldn't. Because, again... It goes, will Nate try? Because if Nate goes in there, because Nate can beat him. Like, Saturday proved that to me. Nate can beat him if he tries. Like, Nate was clowning around half for, for half of that fight. And like I said, I haven't rewatched it. But going into the 10th round, I had it even. Because I had Nate winning more rounds. But because of the knockdown, it was even. And then he pretty much gave up in the 10th round. And he went for the guillotine choke. He felt like he won like that. Look, but then there's this guy. He's right. Unfortunately, Nate is not a wrestler by any means. If he can't get Jake to the ground, it's a boxing fight. Again, with smaller gloves. He's the guy. He can probably kick like a horse with his build. And as well, once he gets the mechanics down. Please, MMA guys, don't let Nate lose twice to Jake. I mean, I don't know, man. Because, again, I believe what people are missing here is they clinched a lot in that boxing fight, you know? And the ref, he, there's no waiting for the ref to pull. They ha, they're gonna either like they're gonna stalemate, and trust me, Nate won't stalemate once he. And if Jake goes for like a double leg takedown and Nate gets his neck, it's over, bro. Look, see, this is the other thing I said. Paul said he would drop for a double leg if he's if he getting standing standing guillotine guillotine. Lack of I, IQ would have Jim out in the first round. That's what I'm saying. If he, like, if he thinks, like, him slamming Nate out of the guillotine will help him. But, again, he's bigger, so maybe. See, look. Nate wears him down in the clinch with knees by grappling, takes a toll. This is the part of the DS style as well. By then, Nate finishes him in two MMA rounds. But that's what I'm saying. If you guys notice, that's what Nate tried to do right away. Like, Nate tried to do that right away. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? And, like, he knew he lost that fight, too, because he's like, dude, I knew I lost. Like, I didn't care. And I knew, he goes, I know Richard's going to be mad at me, but I knew I lost. Like, that, that's the funny part to me, bro. <laughs> but, 
But to say that it'll be, cl- I'm not saying that Jake can't get good enough, but it's going to be very different. And if, let's say, Jake throws a kick the wrong way, Nate checks it because he doesn't check him very often. But if he checks it and he breaks Jake's foot, what is Jake going to do? They're going to stop the fight right then and there. What's the time on this? Um, But that's where I'll leave it. Oh, wait, PFL. Sorry, not yet, not yet. Don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. So it's the heavyweights and the women featherweights. So Ferrero will take on Green. I'm surprised about that. Pacheco will take on Kolsnik. Cold Stove will take on Heaterman. Marina Mohanatikina will take on Amber Leo Brock. What? Where am I going? Yeah, and that's the tournament. And then they have some showcase fights. I'm really excited for next year with all this. Um. Wait, that's 10 days from now. That's not even next weekend. Well, that shows you what I know. <laughs> uh, hilarious, hilarious. Is this the final playoff? This has to be it, right? There's only two. Yeah, because... Yeah, this is it. I believe so, right? No, there's one more day. So they have August 18th and then August 23rd. So they have Friday, next Friday, and then for whatever reason, they're doing the next one next Wednesday, the following Wednesday, the 23rd. And then that's it, and then it's the finals. Can you imagine Larissa Pacheco runs it back? $2 million in two seasons plus whatever her contract says. And she has a win over Kayla Harrison. Okay, now, now let's think of this scenario. Let's say what the PFL is saying is true, and they, they end up buying Bellator. Can you imagine Chris Cyborg goes to the PFL? And Larissa goes, this is my shit right here, bro. Let's fight. And they fight and she beats her? Like, she would be considered the MMA GOAT. Like, the only other chick she would have to fight, and I I don't know how they would do, would be Amanda Nunez. But Amanda's retired. So who cares? But now that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PTM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later.